Welcome to Let's Talk, Ed and Zahi. We are talking about professional development. And uh, at the core, what we're talking about is how we can make professional development a part of our culture at colleges and universities. Yeah. So conceptually, it's, it's taking us from the concept of we're teachers and our job and our mission is teaching to our job is to learn, all of us, whether we're wearing a teacher hat, a staff hat, or a student hat. We're all learning. And there's a shift there because when you claim that you're just solely a teacher, sometimes you lock yourself into spewing information as opposed to learning and growing with the student and rising with them and with their need to meet ambitious goals for them and our society. Well, and I think, too, part of it is, you know, as we work for for colleges and universities, uh, you know, the whole idea is knowledge and, and the pursuit of knowledge. And that shouldn't stop when you get a degree. Uh, that should be something that you're always striving for. You're always looking for those, you know, new, innovative things. And, and again, whether that is as a teacher in the classroom and and how you are presenting materials to students, or uh, if you are a staff member uh, looking for, you know, new ways to do things, um, you know, in the marketing world where, where I live, uh, social media changes all the time. SEO with websites changes all the time. And, and what was best practices maybe even a year ago might not be best practices today. So it's really important to always be willing to, uh, you know, find that thirst for knowledge and, and stay out there. Um, but another part of it, too, is, you know, the reality, and this is something that we've talked about before, is... As, as the belt gets tightened on budgets, uh, we, we've probably all seen, you know, one of the places where that money tends to go away uh, is in professional development. That's that's can be seen as an easy place to make cuts. And that may not be the best thing to do. And, and once you make a cut, it's really hard to bring it back. Right. And, and that's, that's problematic because we get used to a smaller-sized belt. And it never goes the other way, despite the fact that sometimes we need to go the other way. Uh, most time, I would say. Uh, so the idea that professional development is wasted time and effort as many people see it, people try to get out of being in professional development because, oh, I know it. Or in my discipline, we constantly do professional development. We constantly hear those things. I care little for those ideas and those statements. Why? Many times, it's not about what you know as an individual. is how we get to know things as a group, as a community, and how we go from that level of understanding to a better level of knowledge and embedding it into everything that we do. And you can't do it on your own. This is where the community comes in. 
So to give you an example, let's say nursing folks are, are seeing some innovation or, or the law enforcement, and those two groups have mandatory uh, professional developments as it pertains to the, to the subject matter. Well, that's fantastic. But how does it translate into the art and the science of teaching? Are there things that they're seeing that they can contribute to the common pool and help others grow as well? Very often, that's not necessarily the case. It's just CEUs to check a box for your own uh, um, continuing education, for your own licensure. So although it could be that, how can we turn it around to feeding the common knowledge and growing the entire group of faculty? What are those best practices that we're seeing? What are the experiences that I'm finding in the classroom that somebody else might have figured out a tool or an approach to resolving? Well, and I think, too, uh, you know, one of the things that, that happens with professional development and, you know, a lot of, of people have gone through this in the last uh, few weeks is, you know, that, that beginning of the year workshop sort of setting where, where you're getting together and, you know, a lot of that ends up being housekeeping kind of professional development, like, you know, this is the new way that we fill out this form or, um, you know, we're going to talk about assessment for the 900th time. Uh, but, you know, not necessarily doing something that might, you know, enrich everybody. And it, it's also kind of going after professional development with, you know, the shotgun to kill a fly approach where, everybody is getting the same professional development, whether or not that actually pertains to what they may be doing on a daily basis. Yeah, it's interesting when you said that. It's, it's, uh, it, it sounds humorous, but it's pretty sad, right? Uh, it, it shows you that professional development is, a, is an afterthought as opposed to being at the center of how we move forward. Because if the idea is to tell people how to use a form, just do a short video and send it to everyone. If you're going to tell them about dates and, and who to contact, send it in an email. There's no reason to have 100 people in a room to do that same thing. When you're going to bring people together is to, to bring change. Bring change not as individuals but as a group. Because colleges irrespective of the size, irrespective of, the, of uh, what they teach, is more, more than just the sum of the individuals. You know, there isn't a student that just takes nursing classes or just takes welding classes or just takes business classes. They take a, a variety of different things because we want to try to round the individual. So why is it good for the student, not good for us? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, a, a point that you kind of made earlier, too, is, you know, it, it's hard to make professional development solely an individual thing. Um, you know, I do pretty much on a daily basis try to figure out new things to do, new ways to approach things and, and all of that. And, 
you know, I'm watching things on YouTube. I'm, I'm reading articles. I'm, you know, looking around for things. That's just me. And, you know, that's me doing that over a lunch break. And it's not necessarily, you know, something that is super intentional per se, uh, you know, in the sense that, hey, I've gone to this conference or whatnot. Um, but, you know, that's that's the culture that we're trying to bring is let's find ways to get people, you know, to different conferences, to different, you know, things of, of online professional development. We're going to talk a little bit more about what those options look like uh, in, in our next episode. But, you know, it needs to be more than that. But the, the other important thing, too, uh, is just really making sure we're investing in that and and finding a way, uh, you know, to invest in it, maybe even incentivize it. Um, you know, I, there's always that concern. And, and there's, you know, the joke that, you know, well, what if we give this person professional development and they leave? And the turnaround on that is what if we don't and they stay? Uh, and, yeah. and I think that's and goodness very forbid we help the individual grow, right? Right. Whether they stay or they leave. Goodness forbid. Our mission is to help our community grow, but yet we don't want to help people who come to work for us grow. Sorry, I interrupted you, but, but I just wanted to throw that out. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be talking about all of these things in our upcoming episode, types of professional development, and, and really how to make professional development a part of our day-to-day our -day culture and what we do. So if you enjoy topics like this, be sure and subscribe to us here on YouTube. Ring that bell down below. You'll get notified when we post new content. And of course, you can find Let's Talk Ed on all of your favorite podcasting platforms as well. So for Dr. Zahi Atala, I'm Chris Ford. We'll see you next time right here on Let's Talk Ed.